always got pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Steve, we grew up in a time period where uh, Saturday Night Live was really good. I still like Saturday Night Live. Do you watch it pretty often? Sunday morning, but I still watch it. Oh, we're too old to stay up late to watch it on Saturday night? <laughs> I don't think night. it comes out until like 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. Yeah. No. That's what I said. Uh, and then it's like two hours long. But back in the day when we were younger, uh, there was a segment mm-hmm. on Saturday Night Live that was... I mean, I don't even know that the segment was that funny, but the characters on it were so quotable yeah that it just worked was it mike myers that did it was mike myers (laughs) michael myers no not michael myers uh mike myers he would do uh coffee talk oh yes coffee talk coffee talk where he'd give you a subject and then he would tell you to discuss yes i'm getting all verklempt talk amongst yourselves (laughs) the industrial revolution was neither industrial nor revolution discuss uh and so we thought we would do our own version of Coffee Talk, where we would give ourselves a, dis- a topic and discuss. Yes. So, Coffee Talk. Uh, so, here's, here's a, a topic of discussion for us today. Okay. I'm ready. Disneyland. Why are there so many places called Disneyland? Why isn't <laughs> it not just the Anaheim place? Discuss discuss yeah it's an interesting topic of sorts right like uh that there are so obviously when we think of disneyland we think of anaheim that's a very that's immediately where my brain goes immediately right yeah but there are now five different parks around the world that have the name disneyland attached to them right and i we're just wondering is this a good idea or not basically right i have to say i think the first time that it happened was in paris uh, because originally it was called Euro Disney. Yeah. Uh, and it had such a, a rocky start and an abysmal first couple years. Yeah. That I think to distance themselves from the rotten egg that was Euro Disney and to give people a better image of what the park was. Yeah. They changed the name to Disneyland Paris. I think that's probably Essentially the reason what why. probably happened there. Yeah, and uh, I will say that I saw an interview with, was it Lillian um, Walt's wife? Yeah, That's her name, right? Mm -hmm. Lillian Disney. They asked her about it once, and she said she thought there there should only be one Disneyland, and all the other parks should have their own unique name, essentially, right? Right. And I do see that where you need to build a brand and have things that are brand, you know, so if you think of McDonald's or Walmart or or Chick-fil-A, like something like that, like when you say the name, it is like the cornerstone of your brand. And Disneyland is definitely the cornerstone of their brand when it comes to theme parks around the world. Right. So, and you have such an iconically great name, why not use it in other places when you want people to know exactly what it is you're talking about? 
Mm. Um, so I guess for that reason, you don't want to give it a different name. So yeah. I can see why they've exploited the name of sorts or <laughs> used well, it but the thing to is, their greatest is advantage. Anything that you put the name Disney on usually is fine. Yeah. The question is, how do you change it enough from Disneyland and then go Disney World, which is obviously Florida? Uh-huh. Uh, how do you change it enough for these different places to make it unique without being stupid? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I have to say, though, that it really confused me for a long time because Disneyland Paris also has a Sleeping Beauty castle and Disneyland Anaheim has a Sleeping Beauty castle. Right. It, it seems redundant and it feels like they should have done something different yeah you've heard the story on this one mm. why they have the same castle in both places well, they don't have the same castle but they have the same princess yeah uh the castles look fairly similar and that's the one of the reasons why is they said that um eisner was trying to say that they were paying homage and i know that maybe it's hong kong that the, the castle looks identical to the one okay yeah because paris is castle is it looks different but they call it sleeping. ornate and yeah. so again maybe they're trying to recreate the magic or whatever but the reason that they it like in hong kong the reason that they used the same castle in both places was uh michael eisner said that he was trying to pay homage to the original and give something you know a piece of the original the truth was is he did it on the cheap he did oh, well, it on yeah. the budget and they already had the blueprints for it and they already had the design and so they're like we can literally just pull this out of the box and it just saved us all of this time money and effort and that was also the most affordable castle to ever build that's probably because it's the smallest there you go <laughs> just saying <laughs> like, i no hate because disneyland is my park i love my little pink castle but it is the smallest of all the castles and they have had to go back into like hong kong and basically build like a whole second castle behind it in order to expand out the imaging because they did a whole revamp on hong kong right. um in order to you know compete with now shanghai um but they've had to rebuild it basically add that an additional second castle in conjunction with and then re retop some of it to make it more uniquely to their um to the culture that it's set in right and because they're like oh come on because everybody else agreed with us the castle was, was silly well and, and they here's knew the thing though is if you're going to go through all the effort to build a park in a different country and try to appease the culture of the new country and try to appeal to the people that live in that area. Why not give it a name that is uniquely its own? Because you have like Disney sea. Yeah. Which is yeah. completely unique and different. Uh, and everyone knows where that one is. That's a completely different park. But if you say I'm going to Disneyland, people go, are you going to Anaheim? Are you going to Paris? Yeah, you so know, the five that are in total are Tokyo Disneyland. Let me see if make sure I get them all. Okay, Shanghai Disneyland, mm -hmm. Anaheim Disneyland, right? Hong Kong Disneyland, uh -huh. Tokyo Disneyland, okay. and Disneyland Paris. Yeah, so those it's all Disneyland. Why? It's interesting. W could they have used the name? Like, could they put Walt Disney's Euro Disney, or could they have done something like that? Like, what what brand would you have come up with that could have conveyed the same gravitas of the disney corporation without the word disneyland well and this is the problem you don't want to do magic kingdom right no uh you can you can do different things to 
make it known that it's a Disney park without calling it Disneyland so specifically. Uh, when you're going into Disneyland Paris, let's just say, Euro Disney, which is a horrible name for it in my opinion. Do you opinion, think so? Anyway. Okay. I really don't like the name Euro Disney. I, I understand that. that they wanted it to be the European Disneyland uh, and not make it so French specific. But I think you need to lean into the fact that it's French. Yeah. And give it a a French sounding name. Give it something that the locals aren't going to be like Disneyland or Euro Disney. Give it a French sounding name. And, you know, I very 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 basely speak French. So I don't I don't have the vocabulary to give it a really cool name off the top of my head. But giving it a name that culturally would be pleasing to the people around yeah. the actual location, I think would be better. Yeah. And I guess even just, I just always thought that it was called Disney because, and especially now I'm literally just reading the website as we're speaking. Oh, and well, on the website, it says, to me while I speak. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> but it was important to the subject. Okay. Uh, but it says like it literally on their website, they'll say Shanghai Disney. But then when you click on the link, it takes you to a page that will say Shanghai Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, resort and blah 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 blah. It'll say all that, but on their site they have it as Shanghai Disney, Hong Kong, Tokyo Disney Resort, and then uh, like Disneyland Paris. They spell that one out still. Yeah, but even they've started just shorthanding it at Disney. Here's my thing. I guess I understand why Disney has such a a specific look to their parks. They want to give everyone a similar experience regardless of which park you're at, right? If you go to Anaheim Disney or Disneyland or Disneyland Paris, they want you to have a similar experience because it's the Disney brand, right? And it's cheaper than trying to make things extremely unique for every area. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I personally... And I'm not, but if I were personally in charge of building the next Disney park, mm-hmm. I would insist on making it vastly different. Uh, yeah. For instance, we've talked a lot about it and never talked about it. Disney Lone Star, the park that I thought would be fun to put in to Texas. Disney Lone Star tells you exactly where it's at and it's not a Disneyland. Disney Lone yeah. Star, you know, and you can still use the Disneyland stuff that has initials on it because it's DL already disney lone star you know (laughs) right but i mean if i was going to build a new park i would not put a castle in it i would use a different central thing i think they should make a pirates based park where the central thing is um do you remember in the second and third pirates movies they go to pirates cove kind of thing that's just a huge mountain of rocks and crashed uh pirate ships uh-huh. why not make one based on that and call it disney's black sails or something like that something that's so unique that everybody goes oh i know exactly what that is well definitely it's i agree with you though i do i do agree that that would be incredibly cool and you know a very unique experience yeah i don't think that i think that they what they like about that um disneyland or the magic kingdom type of park is that they know that people like it and know that they it's not a gamble it's not a risk well right and you know i've said numerous times that i understand 
why they don't push originality, why they don't push the bubble and do different things in every park. However, and I do, in a in a in a blue sky kind of way, this is how I would want it done. That that is true, and I do love that in a lot most parks across the countries now the the model that they've really gone to is the two gates system where you have like the right the, right every single one of them have a secondary gate basically and it feels like that's what they figured out like we can do two gates we can get people to show up for you know two gates gets us three days right. <laughs> as long people. as we have one that's a magic kingdom disneyland style park yeah we can usually convince people to go to the second park that's maybe a little bit different right like yeah. that's kind of their concept i here. think that's definitely the concept and then the secondary park tends to be uh the land specific type of or the area specific place just something a bit more experimental well kind of yeah because the, the one like the one right side outside of uh, disneyland paris right outside that that's called um hollywood studios isn't it um disney studios disney studios that one's called disney studios and they said that park was done so cheaply that when you were inside the park you thought you were on the back lot like you're like they thought they were in work buildings or storage buildings and they're like no this is the park and they're like uh this is not a theme park these are storage sheds these this looks (laughs) awful and so yeah that was a that was a problem well and i personally am all for disney trying new things now i know that it's expensive to try new things and Mm. it's risky to try new things because you might have a california adventure situation where you spend millions of dollars to build this park and people walk in and go i don't like it you know which is what happened with their second gate across the globe basically it felt like well, because they try to cheap it out it was, every single time. Eisner was all about trying to do things affordably. Right. And, and I don't understand why they think people are going to fall for it. Every time they think people are going to fall for it. And all it takes is like a month for people to go in and go, this is garbage. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I understand the excitement of building a new park and it draws in crowds. But if you're going to do it, do it right. You're Disney, for goodness sake. And there's like a specific amount of professionalism and uniqueness that people demand it's true. from a Disney park. And if you can't deliver on it, why don't you just wait a minute until you can deliver on it? Definitely true. And Iger, I, then uh, Bob, is it Bob Iger? Bob is it, Iger. Is that, he knew that. And that's why with like uh, Cal- Disney's California Adventure, they spent $800 million to build it. And then he then spent $1.1 billion to rebuild it. <laughs> so they, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that's, what I mean? That's not Bob. That was a... What is his name? Oh, I knew it until you just Sorry. put Bob Iger's name in my head. Yeah, no, it's the CEO, the newest the newest CEO. Oh, the most recent one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was the one that went back through to all of the cheap parks and was like, okay, I'm willing to spend some money right. to fix these yeah. parks Well, now. that's the whole thing is that um, I think I've talked about this with you before but maybe not on the podcast that disney is a is a fine balance between business and artistry right and artists think very different than business people Mm -hmm. and vice versa so when you have a business person in charge 
they look at numbers and bottom lines and profit and loss and Michael Eisner. Michael Eisner. <laughs> uh, and it worked well for him. He turned the company we, around. Yeah, it worked. You do have to have that kind of mindset when it is a business, uh, 100%. However, Disney is so much more than that. And I feel like when it's being run from a creative side, you also get a lot of things that you wouldn't get otherwise. And I would say that's what we got out of Iger for sure. Is right. that he had an incredible sense of vision and um, willingness to spend money and make yeah. it grand and make it great and be able to strengthen the business from it. He also had the benefit of 2020 though of, um, you know how people say that when you like hindsight's 2020. Oh, I was about to say, Sorry. this is not a year to be proud of. No. Excuse me. <laughs> Quick correction there, y'all. No, but like he has the benefit of going, okay, we, we know what that was. Right. We know what, you know, cause there was like the, you know, um, Disney, Walt Disney himself, very much was, I'm putting every last penny I have into making this park amazing, yeah. and they will pay for it. Yeah. And, um, well, because Walt was the artsy one. Mm -hmm. Walt was the one that said, let's try it. Let's do something new. Let's paint this. Let's make this. And his brother was the one that held the money and thought he was crazy all the time. And let's face it, Walt was crazy 90% mm -hmm. of the time. Uh, mortgaging his all house. All great success comes from crazy, that's right. for sure. Uh, he put all of his money into making things even just slightly more magical. Oh, yeah. And that's the reason why Disneyland caught on as much as it did. Uh, I think the, the magic that comes from the name Disneyland is what Disney is banking on when they put the name on other locations yeah people don't want to go to a disney-ish park they want to go to disneyland uh and so disney banks on that by saying look it's in paris but it's disneyland so and we're there, giving you the same experience type of thing and it is very true that that's a very iconic experience and so yeah, maybe you should stick with the name for it. I don't think you should, but I understand I don't why like, they do. And I guess that's I guess that's the consensus we're coming to is that yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we neither one of us like it, but I guess you can see why you would do it. It makes sense, right? Well, as as a creative type person who leans that way more, I'm always into something that sparks imagination or something that catches my attention because of it, of its uniqueness. Mm -hmm. uh, versus true. just the same over and over again. You know, this is why when I do my artwork, I want everything that I put out to be different than the last thing that came out, right? Mm -hmm. I understand the safety in reproducing things. Heck, that's why we have so many remakes of Disney movies because they know people will go see them. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I guess that's maybe that's the reason that I dislike it is because putting Disneyland on everything is like putting out Lion King again. Mm -hmm. It's like putting out Beauty and the Beast again. It's just slapping the same name on another product and knowing that it will sell. That's very, it's very true. It yeah. is very true. And I do have to say real quickly though, one of my favorite stories about Walt is that uh, when they were putting, when they were building the facade on Small World, uh, uh, Roy Disney wanted to just use gold paint. Yeah. And while he was gone, uh, Walt Disney ordered uh, gold leafing and had him install gold leafing all over everything while Roy was gone because he knew it would look so much better. And then Roy came back and was like, Walt, I can't believe you did that, but it, it 
It does look better. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll give you this one. <laughs> I'm sure that that's their whole whole relationship would have been that at that point. Well, but this is like Disney too. When uh, Disneyland opened, uh, he had the train obviously going around it. And then like months later, he saw a monorail and he said, well, that's what I wanted. And so they spent more money almost immediately after putting in a monorail because that was what he actually wanted in Disneyland. It is funny. And, you know, it is that that creative urge, that desire for the new that really kept Walt and all of his projects very current and made people always excited to see what he was going to do next. Yeah, and I, I almost wish, I guess, that there was a secondary name. So if it would be like Disneyland, Shanghai, and I guess they've already done that, Shanghai Disneyland, but like where there's almost a second branding. That, like a subtitle. Yeah, so when you think of like Tokyo Seas, like Tokyo Seas is once you learn what it is, so almost if you put like Disneyland's Tokyo Seas mm. type of a concept. Like, like Disneyland's smaller and then Tokyo Sea a little bit bigger. Yeah, so, yeah. That, you know, but Tokyo Seas is completely its own park, which is the best park on earth, apparently. We heard. <laughs> so if you were going to put the next Disneyland, they were going to let you pick the next location. Where do you think the next Disneyland would go then? Well, I have to say Texas because of... Like, <laughs> because I'm, of me pushing it constantly. Right, because I want to live in a happy place. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. And, and because I'm an American, I would think that it probably should be in America. Sure. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I, guess. I think we even said Disneyland Canada would work too. It'd be so much fun. And you'd have to totally theme it after like a frozen type of an experience. Yeah. Cause it'd be colder up there for sure. And you'd have to figure out a way in the same way that we figured out how to do it in the heat. You'd have to figure out how to do it in the cold up there. Right. But then it's going to be a seasonal park too. A lot of the time, I think if you were to do that in Canada, uh, you would have to, you'd have to learn how to deal with the snow as right. a, as an amusement park, which is a lot of work. Yeah, I don't know that Canada will ever get its own Disney park. Sorry, Canada. That's really sad. Too bad. Any place you'd put it? You'll have to go south and get in the hot like all the rest of us. They do. <laughs> uh, but, you know, discussions. It worked out all right, I think, right? Yeah, we're Good all over discussion. the place, but we eventually got back we to got it. Back. We, we looped <laughs> back around to it eventually. This is how our discussions go normally, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. But... It's like I always say, Disneyland, should it only be in Anaheim or can it be everywhere else? Discuss. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-fingered point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast. <laughs>